Hello everybody and welcome back to Witch Fix. Today is a very special day. It is very rare that I get to stumble upon something that I truly enjoy to the depth that I have enjoyed this latest find, uh, which is called Switch. It's a British television series uh, with six hour long episodes, which aired in 2012. And it's like a comedy supernatural program, which I would describe as like a mixture between fresh meat and being human if you know about british television if you don't know about british television i would describe it as a mixture between two broke girls and the american version of being human so what it is is essentially a supernatural series that focuses on four 20-something women living in london in camden who have formed a coven and uh, practice witchcraft and it has the kind of semi-serious magical mix-up vibe as sabrina the teenage witch the good Sabrina the Teenage Witch that I grew up with and not, you know, Sabrina the, the new darker Netflix version. Somehow this thing that was completely in my wheelhouse and married all of my interests together slipped by unnoticed and I can only assume that this is because it came out in 2012 and at that point I was just finishing my undergraduate degree and living in a basement under a hotel so I wasn't watching any terrestrial television and this aired on ITV2 uh, so I would not have seen it or known about it or seen any adverts to do with it uh, but there we go. Now, the series stars Lacey Turner, Nina Toussaint-White, uh, Hannah Toynton and Phoebe Fox uh, as the th four main characters, uh, Stella, Jude, Grace and Hannah. The way that Coven's function in this show, uh, just to get into some of the lore, which is kind of poorly explained, which is one of my few gripes with the series, is that... Each coven has four people in it, all of them are women. I don't know if there are male witches in this universe, but they're all women. And each one represents one of the four elements. And when you have the four elements, you can do spells. So on their own, they don't have any powers. We never see them doing solo magic. Uh, and they can't just do magic on the fly when they're out and about by pointing at stuff. They have to do it together and they have to do it around a receptacle into which they can place magical ingredients. Uh, this varies from a giant catering sized pan, which seems to be like their home cauldron, to using things that they find when they're out and about in desperate need, uh, up until including a policeman's hat and uh, a plastic waste paper bin. Uh, because the four characters are based on the elements, they have sort of an elemental personality so Stella who's played by Lacey Turner is their earth elements for example and so she's very uh, mothering of the group she's very into practicalities and responsibility she's a professional she likes the finer things in life and has a stable job and then you have the more flighty Hannah who is their air element who is constantly running off to parts unknown to go traveling she's always losing stuff and getting into scrapes because she doesn't have great attention span and she's very trusting and a bit naive then you've got jude who is their fire element she is an aspiring fashion designer she is very passionate very ambitious and also is the one who has the most to do with like i guess the cutting edge of trends and bringing new men into the flat so basically all of that fire element stuff and grace who i would guess is meant to be like the main every girl of, of the setup is their water element she's kind of the emotional heart of the group 
uh, bringing them all back in together at the beginning in the first episode and kind of being the one who solves a lot of their like emotional problems. She's also kind of a moral compass uh, and is also the one who's kind of in charge of the group as much as anyone is. The six episodes focus on various things. Uh, so the first episode is like the reformation of their little coven after Hannah has been away for a really long time traveling and it doesn't look like she's going to be sticking around. Uh, then there's an episode where they deal with being hexed by uh, another group of witches uh, called the Witches of Kensington uh, because they are known as the Witches of Camden. So it seems to be kind of like by locale. Uh, and the Witches of Kensington are very made in Chelsea. Hooray, Henry, guffawing, champagne guzzling, shiny haired wenches in barber coats and very pink wellies. So... I hate them, but they've been hexed by them. Then there's a whole episode about love magic, uh, about their anniversary as forming a coven. And then there are episodes also dealing with one of the biggest celebrations, the summer solstice, which is the finale episode. Now, there's quite a lot of like interesting lore tidbits flying around, but there isn't a huge amount based on like why these witches have powers. Basically, with the whole summer solstice thing, it very much reads like just an everyday pagan event, if there is such a thing. Kind of like a cross between Glastonbury and a Reiki workshop, but also they have real magic powers. So I was kind of digging that, but I wanted to know if witches are meant to be like a separate race from humans, or if this is just something they chose to practice. It is um, kind of implied that they were born into it because uh, we meet two of their parents, Hannah's mum and also Grace's mum, who is played by Carolyn Quentin. And if you've ever wanted to see Carolyn Quentin dressed as a red squirrel, throwing rose petals over people and dancing naked with a man by a bonfire, this is the show for you, you weirdo. So that part of the law kind of kind of poorly explained the general thesis behind their magic seems to be throwing a bunch of stuff into a pot uh, things that represent the elements and then usually something that represents the person or thing that is the target of the spell and also it seems that you can undo spells by sharing a truth with the person you have cast the spell on and this happens several times Aside from that, we don't get a huge amount of explanation as to how magic works. They refer to the great spirit and call upon the spirit, but it's never really spoken about like who or what that is. There isn't like a huge amount of depth behind that. And every single one of their spells just involves standing around the pot, holding hands, chucking stuff in and saying a chant. And then it explodes with white light and they all look at the ceiling like, wow, magic, which is kind of annoying. I, I wanted like a little bit more specialization in those spells a little bit more diversity something more like the craft where they have like different setups for each spell but it kind of works and thankfully after the first episode they don't do dodgy cgi of all the elements coming in like with vines growing around them and stuff it's basically just kept to some lights and some sparkles coming out of the pot so i, I was kind of glad about that the only other thing that really annoyed me about the series was the fact that it's called Switch. Uh, on the Wikipedia's page, it says also known as Witches of Camden, which would have been a much better title and much more indicative of the content. Uh, one, it makes it really hard to Google. Thanks, Nintendo. Also, there are other TV series and films called Switch already. And also in the show, they refer to spells as switches which strikes me as just a very desperate attempt to try and make the title of the show make sense 
So, for example, in the first episode, um, Hannah is going travelling and she says, if anything goes wrong, send me a switch text, which sounds like something that you would use to communicate via console. Uh, but it turns out this is just a text that says switch. And basically this means that they all need to get together immediately to perform a spell. And so whatever they're doing, they have to drop it and rush back to the flat, even if they are travelling in India. Um Obviously, because they can't do magic by themselves, they need to be together. This makes sense. But I find it weird. Why would it be just the word switch in a text? What does switch even mean? They also refer to spells as switches. They're like, I need to cast a switch or I need to break the switch that I already cast. It makes no sense. And it's very irritating. Um, fortunately, by like the third episode, I was having a good enough time that it wasn't that grating. but. It did annoy me every time it happened, just to a moderate degree, and I really wish they could have just said spells, because that's what they are. It's sort of like if you were watching a cooking show and they referred to recipes as smushes, and you were just like, but why? Why would you do that? Aside from that, it is quite a good fun show. There's like a lot of comedy in it. It did make me laugh out loud several times. Uh, there is some kind of awkward moments, I feel like mostly in the pilot, because I guess the cast isn't like fully gelled together and the characters haven't had a while to like develop. But aside from that, it does flow quite nicely. It's very funny. It's kind of cute and fun. And it really made me just want to like drop everything and jump into magic. It makes it feel like spontaneous and fun. And I got a lot done while I was watching this. I blended some herbs, I made myself some candles. I basically just sort of felt inspired by it and that tends to be my mark for like a good witchy TV series or film is that it makes me want to practice, it makes me feel energised to get on with stuff that I've perhaps been putting off because I just don't feel like it. It's really sad that there are only six episodes and that this wasn't continued. Nothing is really left hanging at the end. There are a couple of like uh, leads into potentially a second series, more stuff going on, but it is pretty self-contained as, as a series. You could kind of watch it as a six hour long movie, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend that because time is precious but it is quite enjoyable it's also really cheap to get a hold of i bought the dvd for two pound on ebay all of the episodes are on amazon prime and i think that they've like uploaded them to youtube but with spanish subtitles so if you speak espanol you're gonna have a good time and if you don't speak espanol you may learn the espanol for switch there is one thing i'm gonna mention and i'm also gonna trigger warn for discussion of sexual assault in this part because in the pilot episode, and one of the things that made me feel a little bit uncomfortable about it and made me feel like I wasn't going to enjoy it, um, Jude casts a spell to attract someone to her, a guy she's seen coming into the clothes store where she works. So she enchants a very gaudy brooch to wear to make him fall for her. And, and this works. And they go home and sleep together and then go out for a date the next day. At which point he reveals that up until that point, he has been gay and has never been attracted to women. And this is quite a troubling thing, especially when it's revealed that one of the um, girls in the quartet uh, is, a, is a lesbian. Because it shows that the writers of the show are clearly aware that gay people exist, and yet seem to think nothing of, in the first episode, turning a man straight with magic, however inadvertently. 
and that just seems kind of disturbing like i always think if you reverse the genders or reverse the races of something if it seems bad then you probably shouldn't do it and this is one of those times where if she was a male witch like if we were watching the covenant again god forbid or if they ever turn that into a tv show which i feel compelled to knock on wood to make sure that doesn't happen and one of the guys used a spell to make a lesbian fancy him i would be calling that the fuck out and so that's really dodgy in the pilot episode to have i feel like it wasn't intended that way it was basically just intended to show that love spells are capricious things and that magic goes wrong uh, but at the same time oof it was a little bit weird a little bit uncomfortable and i'm really glad that nothing like that really happened going forward there are other relationships that begin because of magic but it's usually because magic has been done on the witch like for example grace gets involved with a guy because she's under a confidence spell uh, which gives her the confidence to like go after him uh, so i feel like that's the way you should handle this sort of thing and uh yeah that first episode was a little bit weird overall though i really liked the concept it did show that they had done at least some cursory look into modern witchcraft slash paganism because you know you've got the four elements there they do refer to wicca at one point when uh hannah is tutoring someone in wicca so that they can get into a good coven later on um so there is some awareness there and weird as it may sound i really liked the opening titles because it kind of shows you through their like group spell book which you glimpse very briefly in certain episodes um, but it has like all their like pictures in there and little handwritten post-its with spells on i thought that was pretty cool uh although in the first episode the the use of like the cauldron constantly is like a focus for their spells did grate on me slightly it became something like that i got used to i guess because i was sort of expecting them to have powers in their own right but having them have to like physically be around a, a, a container that they're putting stuff in at least brings down the witchcraft to like a manageable level in the sense that they can't just point at problems and have them go away i feel like a lot of shows where they have magical powers really struggle to put limits on those and keep those limits manageable and consistent like in sabrina the teenage witch uh, there's a lot of stuff that they say that they can't do but then do in later seasons and later episodes uh, they have to come up with all these like bullshit reasons it sort of reminds me of like in fairly odd parents when it's like oh no he's so something something that he's impervious to magic and they just have to keep pulling that out of the bag which is a little bit irritating i also really liked uh, a concept that's brought up in i think the second to last episode uh where hannah again is tutoring a uh, sort of junior witch and she asks her if she's ever been in a coven before not even like a playground coven where you all just run around holding hands um and that kind of implication there's a couple of other instances that refer back to stuff like that that they've been raised as witches and have had childhoods where they like formed play covens with their friends was just so cute and i would have loved some like flashbacks or uh some more details on like how that worked because it was just really cute there's also some really great surreal comedy moments uh in one of the episodes uh stella who's an advertising associate i guess uh has to land a big account for mustard with a, a good pitch and some of the witches of kensington do a spell to get one of them hired there to mess with her 
because everyone there thinks that she's hot shit because of magic and she suggests that they promote mustard through advertising it through its alternate uses as like a toothpaste, as like a hair conditioning mask and she's basically just doing everything she can to bring down the company so Stella won't have a job anymore. But there's just something so funny about her walking into that meeting and there's just a guy there brushing his teeth with mustard and someone else like rubbing it into their hair and then as soon as the spell is broken he just like spits out like a whole pile of mustard into the room it just made me laugh also gonna stick in just a little bit of fan theory here because i tried searching for tags on this on instagram and couldn't find it because it's hard to search for and also maybe this show predates instagram which is just a terrifying thought um but in one of the episodes, Jude brings home a guy who is, he's perfect for Grace. Uh, so Grace has already stolen one of Jude's boyfriends by this point. But then she brings home this guy who is a marine biologist or something and who responds to situations exactly like Grace does, i.e. with either complete calm or explosive rage. Uh, and they seem to have a lot of things in common. Uh, so I was kind of hoping that we'd see those two get together, but... Maybe that was intended for a second series, but we didn't get to see. But the incorporation of normal non-witch guys into this situation threw up another thing that I liked about the series, which was that they don't keep their witchcraft a secret. They don't tell people, like people at work don't know Stella's a witch, etc, uh, etc. Et but in the final episode grace does tell the guy she's seeing that she's a witch and uh, she prefaces this by saying i need to tell you about my upbringing and my religion and then she says that i'm a witch and he says oh thank fuck i thought you were catholic and she explains that she's like a pagan witch and then invites him along to the solstice celebration which is kind of refreshing because I feel like every other series, like Being Human, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Charmed, everyone has to hide that they're a witch. And that's where a lot of like the drama and conflict in their relationships comes from. But this is just something that she's allowed to tell people. And she's also allowed to bring them along when she's only been dating them for a couple of weeks. It's something they're really open about, which was very original take and I enjoyed that. It did raise some questions about the role that the guys have in this community because Grace's dad doesn't seem to be a witch although he does attend Solstice. Uh, it might be that they just marry guys who are not witches and then the women are witches which is a little bit unfair. I was hoping for some guy witches god damn it but part of the joy and, and humour in that last episode comes from the fact that this guy is uh, come into this pagan ceremony and you're sort of seeing it from the perspective of an outsider that he gets to be like the solstice king and run around with a big scepter that looks like a penis and get drunk on mead and dance around a bonfire and it's it's quite funny and quite endearing to be honest so I really enjoyed this series I'm really looking forward to watching it through again uh, and just having a good time it's such nice comfort watching and I feel like I don't really have a lot of that and things that I've reviewed. Most of what I look at are horror films and most of the TV series with witches are like sex and demons. So it's kind of nice to have something kind of lighter and fluffier, but still a little bit more grown up than watching Sabrina all over again. It kind of nicely bridges that gap. It fills a need and uh, I'm really disappointed that there doesn't seem to be anything else like this that I've found and also that it took until now for me to find out about it but stop whatever you're doing go get a copy of this or rent it through Amazon or go and watch it on YouTube you will not be disappointed 
it's a fun time and please do let me know if you know anything else like it because I'm eager to add to my collection and uh, you can do so in the normal ways get in touch via Twitter that's probably where I'll see it or in the comments section or by email if you're an old-fashioned person like I am and in the meantime I'll see you in the next episode bye